the four horsemen. Yes, there is a lot going on esoterically and metaphysically with why I was shown that for 2024. But also I wanted to bring it here to the spiritual midwife because when we apply the concepts of the four horsemen, the originally in its original form represents conquest, war, hunger, and death. And we adapt that to the concept of criticism, contempt, defensiveness, and stonewalling. It gives us a massive map in which to explore our psyches. Welcome to Spiritual Midwife, the podcast that tenderly guides you through the transformative journey of spiritual awakening and personal development towards the ultimate destination of soul sovereignty. I'm Claire Atio, a medicine woman and dedicated guide to the profound realm of soul sovereignty, and you are listening to Spiritual Midwife. Welcome to this, the first episode of 2024, and wow, have we got a podcast for you today. On the 23rd of December, just as we were coming into the holiday season, I was meditating and received a vision, basically, of of information from the particular question that I was asking of what 2024 would actually be bringing forward for us. And what I actually got from that was four horsemen heading towards me. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't a pleasant visualization. And at the time, I didn't have the knowledge I have now. I wasn't aware of the four horsemen in the book of Revelations. And for anybody that follows me over on my YouTube channel, or anybody who has worked with me, you will know that a big part of my journey has been to get biblical messages, to get biblical visualizations. And it it always makes me chuckle because I've I've not been religious in any conventional sense. And yet I get these messages. And I will be digging into the esoteric and metaphysical symbology of what was coming through during that visualization over on the channel which will be aired next Tuesday if anybody's interested in that but for this the podcast when I tuned in for what was actually needed on this episode I was given that visualization again and at the time Yes, the metaphysical, the the esoteric meaning, the literal sense of the four horsemen representing the apocalypse. I I wanted to dig in. I I don't ever take any biblical text literally. I always like to dig in into it. I like to feel into the energies. I like to communicate with my guides and find out exactly what the message is within that. And I had a deeper understanding that actually this this was something that was from a, a psychological perspective. This was about our psyches, our growth, our 
evolution and how we can actually move forward. And I, I, I wanted to see how we could apply those four aspects of conquest, war, hunger, and death. How we can what what they represented within our own psyches. And I actually came across doing a search on this. I came across a report from the Gottman Institute where they've actually applied it to the dynamics within relationships. And I wanted to take it a step further here and apply that to the relationship that we have with ourselves. The podcast is all about learning ourselves, evolving ourselves, having a greater, more involved relationship with ourselves, understanding ourselves fully and completely unconditionally so that we can then apply that to our external relationships. And so what transpired with the four horsemen and what we're going to be digging into in this episode is that the four horsemen for all intents and purposes are going to represent four psychological elements within ourselves that are affected by our egos and I'm not a believer we need to kill off the ego I know when I first started over a decade ago on the spiritual pathway, there is a lot of talk about kill off the ego, kill off the ego. The ego is what keeps us safe. The ego is what keeps us individual. It's the ego that keeps us creative. And so, no, we don't want to kill off the ego, but we don't want the ego running the show either. We need to have balance. And it's attaining that balance. It's that understanding. It's embracing. It's that being inclusive with all aspects of ourselves, good, bad, or indifferent. And so the four horsemen represent criticism, contempt, defensiveness, and stonewalling. And that's what I want to dig into in this podcast. How are we How are those horsemen popping up in our lives, popping up in our subconscious? How are we being our worst self-critic is what we're going to start off with. So the inner dialogue for many of us would be that constant berating ourselves, our perceived mistakes or our shortcomings, saying things such as, I'm always messing up, I'm so incompetent, I can never get it right. Uh, The other aspect to that within that self-criticism is that comparison, always looking over our shoulder or looking to our side or looking in front of us, comparing ourselves unfavorably to others, looking at and giving ourselves feelings of inadequacy. Why am I not as successful as them? Why am I such a failure? And then within self-criticism, the perfectionism that comes out with that as well, because we've got we've got different layers, we've got different aspects. So are you trying to be perfect all the time? Are you setting yourself impossibly high standards and then feeling intense disappointment when you can't actually attain them or self-loathing? 
very few of us recognize what we have achieved and we're very quick to judge what we haven't achieved, especially when we're in that need for perfectionism. These are all control mechanisms for a sense of lack that we have within us that we have not addressed. You will in almost every episode hear me talk about our sense of lack what is within us what is within you that is holding you back what do you feel that you do not have these are where we stonewall ourselves and create those brick walls these are where these are where we hit those ceilings and we cannot push past them because we have an underlying sense of lack which stops us tapping into our ultimate potential we hold ourselves back because we're not seeing we're not hearing we're not allowing ourselves to address that sense of lack now that sense of lack may be a feeling of not being loved enough by our parents that sense of lack could be a a, a sense of abandonment that sense of lack could have been something that was given to you by a unprofessional teacher your sense of lack all of our sense of lack and we've all had them i've worked through many of my own those sense of lacks are what needs to be addressed but we can find out what they are by actually addressing some of the subcontexts as it were the tentacles of an octopus that i like to say when i'm doing my 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 face to face teaching is that we have these tentacles, these octopus tentacles that all go back to base, but they, they're all sprouting off in all sorts of different directions. And so as we are taming the ego, as we are balancing out our ego, as we are addressing and looking to see where these horsemen, in this case for this podcast, where these horsemen are presenting themselves if it's in self-criticism, are you being a negative Nancy or a negative Norman to yourself? Is your inner dialogue negative? Are you comparing yourself to others or are you trying to be perfect? Are you trying to be perfect every minute of every day? And if you're not, then you feel like a failure. The second horseman is self-contempt. So harsh judgment, engaging in that self-talk that is harsh, that is negative, that is a put-down, I'm worthless, nobody will ever love me. Ignoring your achievements, focused only on what you haven't achieved, never acknowledging what you have achieved, never allowing yourself the privilege of celebrating your successes and attributing them to a sense of luck or external factors or I would never have been able to do it without the help of x y and z rather than acknowledging the personal effort or competence that you've actually put into that task into that goal into that achievement and another form of self-contempt can be self-isolation, avoiding social interactions. 
believing that others would not value or appreciate your company. And all that's actually doing is reinforcing your fe- your feelings of not being worthy. You're reinforcing through that isolation that harsh judgment of yourself. The third horseman, defensiveness, is the one that we see that a lot of that false confidence within people. And we have all been guilty of it. I I defy anybody to say that they haven't been guilty of it. It's you may not be guilty of it now, but you would have been guilty of it as you move through your personal development program. That blaming others, automatically shifting the blame onto others because you don't feel confident enough to stand in your power in your space and go, actually, that was me. I did it wrong. I'm sorry. I'll try better next time. It's that inability, the avoidance of taking responsibility for our actions and for our mistakes. So we push it on, we project it onto others. Or justification. Justification always usually comes along with blame, coming up with excuses or or rationalizations to explain away a behavior such as I had to do it because everyone else was doing the same thing how how many times especially as teenagers have we have we all fallen into that one we were growing into ourselves we didn't have that confidence in ourselves but a lot of people still carry on that throughout their adult life, not just in their adolescence. They don't grow into their confident soul self. And so they find themselves still needing to blame others, still needing to give justification. With the defensiveness also, is there an aspect within you that doesn't like to get feedback, that avoids getting constructive feedback? They You resist you resist constructive criticism and you become defensive when you do receive it. You start to make up excuses or you start to come up with justifications. <laughs> it's, a, it's a cycle and how they all work together. And this is not, I don't want people listening to this podcast to become downhearted. Just listen to the podcast Allow your body to tell you where you are still carrying one or more of these horsemen that need to be looked at, that need to be addressed so that you can move yourself forward, so that you can make those changes, so that you can be the person and your soul sovereign self that you are here to come to be, so that you can have that personal growth. You can elevate your consciousness and you can have a fuller life of manifestation. The last horseman is stonewalling ourselves. So we're talking here about avoidance, suppression, and denial. There are lots of others in there. I've just given three examples for each of these horsemen just to give you an overview 
Avoidance, ignoring or avoiding dealing with our personal issues, our emotions, hoping they will go away on their own. <laughs> and how often does that work? It doesn't, right? <laughs> we we might sweep it under the carpet for a, for a day, a week, a month, even a year, sometimes a few, but it will always come back. That is what karmic cycles are all about. And karma has nothing to do with punishment, and everything to do with being given the opportunities to learn and grow. When we don't learn the lessons the first time, they cycle back round and they show themselves up in our lives again so that we have a second or a third or a fourth or a fifth opportunity to master what it was we were supposed to learn the first time. It's not a race it's not a game it's not a competition there is no right or wrong it's about moving forward and so avoidance if we avoid it this time we know it's going to come back round we know it's going to show its head i all would always say deal with it in the moment when you hide it away it just gets darker it gets scarier it looks bigger than what it actually is. Suppression, pushing down those uncomfortable thoughts and emotions without addressing them. And this is the most destructive because when we start to push them down, that is when we create real imbalance in our lives. This is when we start to really mess up our energetic bodies. This is when you will see people that comfort eat and I can put my hands up to that one. We So you have weight fluctuations, we have tiredness, we have lethargy, we have forgetfulness. It can even lead to, to full clinical depression when we're not addressing our thoughts and our emotions, when we're not acknowledging them. What we're actually doing is we are creating a negative vortex within our energetic systems. And in that, we put all our other chakras out of balance. The issue gets bigger. <laughs> the problem gets bigger. It's harder to work through because then we're not just dealing with one thing. We're dealing with 20 things. And that denial as well within that stonewalling ourselves, refusing to accept the reality or avoiding facing the difficult truths about ourselves that ultimately leads us to a lack of self-awareness. When we avoid ourselves, we develop a complete lack of self-awareness. And that spills out into our everyday life, that spills out on to other people and that is when our actions our energies affect other people and we're completely unaware of it and then we can actually sit there and go why were they like that with me and why were they like that with me and we have absolutely no awareness that it was our actions and it was our lack of self-awareness that created that situation and ultimately that lack of self-awareness will stunt your personal growth. We have to have that awareness so that we can modify and we can change and we can adapt and we can learn and we can grow. If we don't have that self-awareness, 
We're not going to know that we need to modify, that we need to change, that we need to learn. And so we don't grow. And so from my vision of the Four Horsemen, yes, there is a lot going on esoterically and metaphysically with why I was shown that for 2024. But also I wanted to bring it here to the spiritual midwife because when we apply the concepts of the four horsemen, the originally in its original form represents conquest, war, hunger, and death. And we adapt that to the concept of criticism, contempt, defensiveness, and stonewalling. It gives us a massive map in which to explore our psyches, to overturn stones that we possibly wouldn't have overturned and see aspects of ourselves that we wouldn't possibly have seen previously. And in doing so, we can actually grow. We can conquer ourselves. We can go inwards and go to war with those aspects of ourselves that are not aligned with our highest good. We can go into a period of hunger, starving and not feeding those aspects of our ego so that we can tame it, we can bring it into balance. And then ultimately, the fourth horse in, in the biblical text would represent death. We metaphorically kill and put death to the old versions of ourselves, allowing us to re-emerge the phoenix rising into a new version, a more aligned version, a more authentic version that represents ourselves and our soul sovereignty in a greater way. And so I hope this is of help. Please like, share and leave your comments and I shall see you in the next episode. Signing off for now, Spiritual Midwife.